Hello everyone, and welcome to the Maiden Voyage episode of the FMV Sequence, a podcast that explores video games and their movie counterparts. I'm your ho- host, Jordan Pritchard. I said Horst. I'm your host, Jordan <laughs> Pritchard. Good start. And I'm here with... And I'm at... Oh. 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 There we go. Oh. Got it. <laughs> you want me to do it again? No. This is gold. Oh. We're- okay. I'm Ashley Jones. Yep. And today we're joined by our producer, Ben Anderson, and audio engineer, Tyler Lursch. What's up, everyone? Hi. Ben, what are we doing today? Well, today we're going to be getting down into the nitty-gritty of our crew and what to expect this season. All right. So, what that means, because this podcast is about video game movies, right? We love video games. You love video games, right, Ashley? Sometimes. Good answer. Ben, do you like movies? Oh, I love them. Tyler, do you like video games and movies? Yeah, for the most part. Alright. These are amazing answers and I'm loving it. So, this podcast, we're going to be exploring why these video game movies can't hack and just be as good as the games themselves. But before that, I need to know you guys are true gamers, true movie fans. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions and, uh, you know, see if you guys can hack it. You guys ready? I'm game. Sure. All right, sick. Choose your fighter. You guys have already seen the list of movies that we're going to be doing this season, right? Um, so which ones on the list are you the most familiar with? Ashley, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, so I'm definitely most familiar with any of the Tomb Raiders because that is my favorite video game series. Um, I am very familiar with Super Mario Bros., which is what we should be hitting next week. And I just got to say, it is going to be a watch. It's going to be a lot to look at. And I think it's going to be a journey that's going to change us forever. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen it. Um, I've heard a lot about it. I'm terrified of it. It looks like the scariest movie I've ever seen. Um, the The Dinosaur Kingdom people look mm-hmm. insane. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited for that. Um, ben, what uh, what about what about you? What's this list look like to you? So at least from the ones we've listed so far, like I've maybe only seen like a third of them. Um, of the ones, definitely uh, the old Tomb Raiders. Um, I've seen those for sure, at least the first one, and then pretty much everything else I don't think I've really seen. I've seen maybe bits of Resident Evil. Um, I haven't seen the Mortal Kombat one, and then I, I've only seen like the really like small blurbs from Super Mario Bros., but uh, like Ashley, I am super excited to get to that one, because that one just looks bonkers, and I am here for it. So, you haven't seen any of the Resident Evils? Because that, that's like, I don't know, I feel like that's like y'all's generation... Um, like ho- almost horror like i don't know it feels like y'all's horror are you generalizing movies. our generation right now yeah i get to do that because i'm old um okay. so, <laughs> i feel like a lot of horror movies that came out when you guys were kids were based on like from this list like a good portion of them are horror movies and i think it's because of like the games that came out so i'm just kind of surprised like that and silent hill like that's not some movies from like your childhood like Oh, I'm so scared. I saw the Silent Hill cover. Yeah, well, Silent Hill came out in 2006. The movie did. 
and I was seven years old, so I probably wasn't going to be allowed to watch it. I was about to say, these movies are a little bit, like, before, like, we were really allowed to choose what we watched, and by the time we were, everyone on the internet was like, these all suck. So, like, I don't really, I didn't really take the time to, like, search them out. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of the same for me. Like, I haven't watched, I've seen maybe the first third of the first Resident Evil movie. But I, I, I personally am not a huge horror fan anyways, so a lot of the Resident Evil and um, movies like that are just kind of foreign to me. And kind of on, kind of similar in, to Ben, like I haven't seen a lot of these movies. Like I think I've seen maybe three of them, if I'm being completely honest. So when it comes to these, these movies... Are you guys also familiar with the games at all? Like, have you played any of these games? Because, I mean, that's that's the other side of the coin for this, is both the movies and the games themselves. So, like, are there, like, you know, Ashley said that she's familiar with both the movies and the games of Tomb Raider. I mean, are are there any of these franchises that you've played the games, but you've never seen the movies? Uh, yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed, anything that has to do with Ezio Auditore, uh, he can get it, first of all. Second of all, you know, I'm familiar with the game, just not the movie itself, probably because I was either too busy to watch it or people told me not to watch it. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, Fassbender is amazing, but like, I, I'm pretty sure I have seen the movie, but I'm also pretty sure I fell asleep, so I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> it might be for the better. We'll find out, obviously, but... Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to... I, I kind of feel like this is one of those podcasts that we're up for some chop for this because like there is going to be some really good gems. I mean, there's some that I'm really excited about for you guys to watch because they're just really fun. And then there's other ones that I've never seen. And it's because like they have such a poor rep- reputation that I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try my hardest to find the gold within those movies. And again, I, I think that's the, the beauty of this podcast is if the movies suck then we can focus more on the games than <laughs> the movie themselves and still be able to have a good good time, good conversation <laughs> and not rely so much on um, the terrible movie. Right. The whole time you were saying that, because disclaimer, I started Sonic the Hedgehog not so long ago and I got about three minutes in um, and then I turned it off. So if you were talking about bad movies, <laughs> that's all I could think about was Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 because I... I just I couldn't do it. You know I think. Oh, you go ahead. And go I've, first. I've, no, please, you guys go. I've heard Another disclaimer: much... we're doing this on Discord, so this is a <laughs> this is a really fun opportunity to uh, practice on a non-social face-to-face format. Covid like podcasting safe, should have always been. Um, I've heard that pretty much the only saving grace of the Sonic 2020 movie was Jim Carrey's performance, honestly, because it was kind of almost a return to form of like classic uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective era kind of Jim Carrey comedy where it's almost physical, but it's also like his facial expressions and his vocal characteristics that kind of like make him stand out and make him kind of 
recognizable as almost this character that he plays as an actor himself. Yeah, I think we're going to see in a lot of these movies probably one person carrying the entire time. Like, their shoulders hurt. Like, this whole thing <laughs> is just one person really putting in the work. Um, and that is going to be a great example of that. So, Detective Pikachu is another example of that. Um, oh, man. I'm so excited to watch Detective yeah, Pikachu again. I, I love that wait. movie. Um, I think I was going to add to this that I think going into this podcast, we're all coming from the perspective of gamers who like movies, but because of that, we understand that video game movies just most of the time aren't good. And so we tend to avoid them. Like when the Assassin's Creed movie came out, I didn't even plan to go see that because I'm like, I, there's no way that's going to be good. Like it just like I just it couldn't because I think and we're going to come cover this a lot is I think it's really hard to tell a story that for us takes like 20, 30, 40 hours where you invest so much time with these characters and the story and you're just living in it for weeks or months at a time. And then putting that into like an hour and a half to two hour movie, like it's just, it's really not possible most of the time. And you know, some of these people, they shoot their shot. Some of them get a little bit close to the mark, but a lot of them just miss like straight up miss. Don't even get close. I'm going to have to disagree. I, I disagree. I think that, if it's cut and dry that if they as long as they stick to the major story elements because when we talk about a lot of these games you're talking about 30 40 hours like a lot of these games are so straightforward anyway that like maybe maybe i think that the issue is like hitting the right beats at the right time where they're trying to put too much into the movie and so they miss the mark it's kind of that's kind of like the thing with Resident Evil movies is that they just, one, they go completely off script, and two, they just try to pack in so much elements from the games that you're like, all right, man, like, which game is this from? Because you have two different games, like, enemies from, you know, in the same movie. It doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know. I think that they could, if they just, like, hit the major beats, you don't need some of the filler parts that are just, like, reiteration like later on i think that it could it could work yeah i see what you're saying and i think that um like going back to sonic real quick like the thing because you guys said that jim carrey carried that movie and i think uh i think the guy's name is ben schwartz the guy who played sonic like he did all right at it but the problem with that movie is the setting it's like you're in a small town with some cop dude and the cop uh, I don't even know the actor's name, but he gets more screen time than Sonic. And you're like, I'm trying to watch a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, why am I focusing so much on this guy? And so it's like, like there's an example where they just completely go off the rails and do something completely different. And it's just, it's very hard to get, the, it's very hard to do that correctly. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I, but that's definitely something we're going to see a lot in this is the, um, the split from the game um, script to the, the movie script. So, so kind of in the same category, which one on the list are you guys most excited to, to cover? Like which movie, whether you've seen it before and you're happy to watch it again and discuss it, or you've never seen it before. You're really curious about it. Um, let's uh, Tyler, let's start with you on this one. Um, the movie I'm actually kind of most excited to cover would actually be the Need for Speed movie. Surprise, and... a fucking surprise. <laughs> this is Shocker. coming from the, I know, I know. It's it, the the this is coming from the perspective of someone who's played most of the Need for Speed games in the current continuity of the series. 
Um, but I like the fact that they didn't try to follow a story beat from one specific game. They take elements from a lot of different games. Like they take elements from most wanted, like as far as the cop chases and stuff like that. But they also take specific driving references and, uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Like, uh, styles or whatever from others, but they also make a completely original story. Also, Aaron Paul, great actor. I like seeing him in almost any kind of movie, so I was pretty happy about that. But I think the movie that I haven't seen that I'm probably most excited for is Far Cry because I've played <laughs> I've played from 3 on, so I'm kind of a fake fan, but at the same time, I would like to see how they may have adapted the original game into a movie format and I would also like to compare it to like seeing someone play through the whole game and then comparing it to the movie adaption so I'm just kind of comparing differences and see if they did it justice or not I'm I'm also looking forward to the Far Cry movie not specifically for those reasons mostly just to see if they made a competent movie I'm gonna give you a spoiler though I'm pretty sure it's directed by Uwe Boll and um uh. We got. I think we're gonna have two directors, and our and who, they're gonna be like our poster children for our podcast. One of them is gonna be Uwe Boll, who is notorious for making the worst movies ever, and he <laughs> has a lot of movies in this list. And the other one is Paul W. S. Anderson, who is the director of like the Resident Evil movies, married to Mila Jovovich, um, and he's got quite a few titles on this list as well so it's going to be really interesting to see how these uh these films are taken on by different directors and also it's going to be interesting seeing the um chronological nightmare? shift what nightmare chronological nightmare oh well i was going to say actually kind of upbeat because you know like it starts off really slow and peter's a couple of video game movies and then the early 2000s have quite a bit because video games are starting to become more popular and then the closer we get to now the better they've been getting maybe they're not like the best movies you know like the sonic and whatnot but i mean it's still like far from being what they started out as so right i mean true the we're gonna see cult classics like we're gonna see you know the silent hill movie we're going to see the classic in terms of the game, you know, World of Warcraft. We're going to watch Warcraft. So we're going to see things that people are really passionate about that may or may not actually, re- like, replicate the game very well. People like on their own. Like, there's standalone movies like Hitman, Far Cry, Max Payne. Like, people don't play video games, wanted to see those movies anyways, and might not even know there's a game that goes with it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, they probably should have gone for the game first in a couple of those cases. Well, Ashley, which one are you most looking forward to then? What you just named off a couple. Any of those in your Yeah, so your... only because I've been so obsessed with Mortal Kombat recently. I'm excited to see those movies. I'm actually worried about watching those movies. Um, and Silent Hill. Cause again, I was too young to watch it. My mom was like, absolutely not. You'll have nightmares the rest of your life. So... I'm ready to be traumatized now. <laughs> I can tell you, I really enjoy the Silent Hill movie. 
and I really enjoy both Mortal Kombat movies, even though the second one is egregious. Oh, no. Um, it's amazing because it still has a lot of love for the characters, and so it, it just... it. The movie is full of one-off characters that are just like, here's a character you like, and it's like, oh, sweet, and then they're gone. And you're like, oh, okay. And they just keep doing it. It's amazing. Right. And when I was a kid, I would stay up really late when I wasn't supposed to watching you know, the sci-fi channel, and Resident Evil would come on a bit. So I've seen the Resident Evils, not in the right order. I think there's more than one. Um, and oh, there are a lot. <laughs> what? There's... There's like eight. Okay, yeah. Evil There's like werewolves in it and stuff that they're not supposed to be. It's not like the games at all. So I'm excited to revisit that um, because I always wanted to be her really badly. So. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? She's got some kick-ass powers. Yep. Ben. Um, I think I've got kind of two uh, different ones that I can think of. So to start off, I think Ashley mentioned it earlier, um, is the Tomb Raider franchise. Because I think, especially because the conversation is going to be comparing the like original Tomb Raider games with the original Tomb Raider movie from like the early 2000s, and then comparing it to the reboot games with the reboot movie, like I think it's going to be interesting. Because for me, when I was a little kid, I didn't really play the games because they were on like PS2, and I was a little kid. But I do remember watching the movies when I was little and enjoying it, and then switching it a couple of years ago like I loved the first uh, Tomb Raider reboot that came out like I played that game so much had a ton of fun with it and then because of that and with the same reason that I didn't go see the Assassin's Creed movie I never saw the the new Tomb Raider and then I've heard some mixed things about it some good some bad so I'm kind of excited to see um, the comparisons between the two of like because um, I think especially um, the original movies are definitely like a product of their time and then like Tomb Raider back then was just such a phenomenon and that's why that movie exists in the first place and there's there's gonna be a lot of interesting stuff with that and then just real quickly um the other movie series that i'm looking forward to is the doom movie <laughs> um mm. i've never seen them i've only seen one bizarre sequence where they tried to um make it look like you were in like a first person mode like you were playing the game and i'm like that is so bizarre and wacky and i just i can't wait to cover that stuff too yeah i i love the doom movie i'm so excited to have some people talk about that that's uh to be honest that is what um inspired me to create this podcast i rewatched doom and was just like this isn't a good movie but it's a fun movie and that's more important to me especially nowadays like having fun watching a movie and i really enjoyed it and i think the story around it is pretty interesting too so it's a really good pick <clears throat> to choose to be excited about but there are other things video game movie related to be excited about and that is up and coming live action theatrical video game based movies do you guys have any that you're excited for up and coming or are you know that you can think of you know there's like the Mortal Kombat coming out next month I don't know if you guys are keeping up with the news about all the people being cast in the Borderlands movie. That was gonna be my pick. <laughs> mm. So let's let's go with that, Ben. So what's uh what are you excited about? So I what what what's got you going for Borderlands the movie? You know, cause I just for one Borderlands is such a like 
a weird franchise anyways like it's 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 a very specific people love it including myself i don't think it's for everybody but the world is just so wacky and um all the crazy characters and it just it just doesn't take itself seriously and it's a fun world to be in now that being said like some of uh to your point the casting decisions and stuff like that like i don't know how well versed you all are in borderlands but like they've cast like kevin hart to be roland who's was one of the main characters from the first one and then he's uh been in the other games and he's like this really tall brooding serious dude like he was the straight man to everybody else in the character and so then they went and casted someone who was going to be the complete opposite of that, which is Kevin Hart. And so I'm like, okay, well, now that you've already done that, this movie's already going to be, like, off the walls. And then I think, like, Kate Blanchett's going to be in it. Um, I think... She's going to be Lilith. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's Lilith. Lilith. And then I think they got... Um, the Siren. Who did they get to play Claptrap? I'm blanking on his name. Jack Black. Jack Black, yes. And so it's just like... You know, I wasn't looking forward to this when they announced it, but now I'm like, I just got to see what you're all doing. Because then, like, the other thing, too, is, like, if it's if it's going to be live action, like, how are they going to keep up with, like, the style of the game, the cel-shaded thing? So I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. I, you know, maybe I'll change my mind as soon as they, whenever they release a trailer. But right now I'm just kind of, like, a little bit optimistic, a little bit just kind of afraid of it. <laughs> so. Yeah. It sounds terrifying. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's like... going to be, it's, like, I, I don't. I like I hopeful for it, but I don't think it's gonna be super good. <laughs> but I'm still excited for it anyways, just to see what train wreck they come up with. They also cast Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis, Doctor Tannis. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it's it's it's, so, it's so wild. It's so wild. I mean, I I kind of have to assume that it's at least, and I think this is speaking about our list of movies that we're gonna be watching. The cast is like it's pretty star-studded, mm-hmm. or I guess that's the phrase that you use. I don't really know. It is. But it is. that's a lot of these movies are, and you're gonna, you guys are gonna watch some of these movies that you've never heard of, and you're gonna see some big name actors that you're gonna be like, how the fuck is this dude in this movie? How did they get her to play this role? It's gonna be crazy, and you're gonna be like, I can't believe that I've never seen this movie and it has this actor that I like in it. It's it's gonna be wild. It's this podcast is gonna be a wild ride, full of ups and downs. <laughs> Tyler, do you have a movie that you are looking forward to? Uh, probably the Uncharted movie mm-hmm. because I don't know personally. I honestly always really enjoyed the um the young Nathan Drake sections in the Uncharted games, like especially when I was a little bit older, like uh during the summer of COVID. I played through Uncharted 4, and I absolutely loved playing through the beginning sections of the game as young Nathan, uh, because it built so much lore into the relationship, A, with his brother, and B, the relationship he has with all of the things that he does, like hunting for artifacts, the reason he wants to hunt for artifacts, the reason he wants the Drake name, and all of that. But I also think that, like Ben said about Borderlands, I think the casting is really interesting because I honestly don't know how I feel about Mark Wahlberg playing Sully. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well, this, this movie has been in development for so long that yeah. originally he was going to play Nathan Drake. And really? Then, Cause yeah, this, the, then they've been trying to make an uncharted movie for a better part of a decade. Fair so enough. he pretty much got aged out <laughs> and that's, that's I could almost, 
see him playing Nathan Drake when maybe it was mid two thousands or something like that. Cause I think his attitude back then and even kind of looks wise, he doesn't look too far off of the character of Nathan Drake. And he was a pretty um, famous actor, so it wouldn't have surprised me if I'd seen him in something like that. But I don't know how well he fits into the role for Sully. Granted, Sully's supposed to be younger in this film. Right. Um, are you familiar with the fan-made Uncharted? Nathan Fillion? Yes. Yeah. See, I'm Nathan mad Fillion that he's was always my Nathan Drake, so... I, I really enjoyed when he finally did do that little fan film. I thought that was pretty cool. And the guy that got to play Sully yeah, in that was awesome. amazing. I don't remember him. He was the he was the old uh, cranky sergeant from Avatar. I don't remember his name. Oh, cranky. Old cranky sergeant. Blue from people Avatar, Avatar yeah, the, yeah, or. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the one with the scars Avatar. and shit on his yeah. face. Yeah, I was like Uncle Iron. <laughs> Um, no, I know who you're talking about. Yes, that great casting. I think how that didn't. I was really hoping that that when they released that was going to be like the Deadpool effect, where you know they made a little fan thing and it worked and became a full studio made release. But um, I was about to say it's crazy because I heard nothing you know, but positive things for that. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I have you know fingers crossed. I don't want it to fail or anything. It's just. Nothing about it seems to fit, but that kind of <laughs> that does fit the uh, video game movie motif. So right, and there is a movie coming out. I don't know. I think Tom Holland could fit the young Nathan Drake role. I was about to say, did you guys see the picture that they released of him standing there? All yeah, I thought it looked I was fine. To say, like, he's getting jacked. Well, I mean, he's yeah. already jacked. He's Spider Man. Like, yeah, I mean, that, true. He just did a, he like, just did a, um, a war movie. Chaos Walking. No, yeah. not even that. It's a, it's it's called Chariots for Apple TV or whatever. But he's a soldier oh. trying to go. It's supposed to be a dramatic thing. But he's in every movie actually right now. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he has several <laughs> that just right. came out. Speaking of trauma, Ashley, what is your upcoming? Action video oh, game. trauma! You want trauma? What about the Minecraft movie? Oh, oh you, you're not excited about that? It's gonna be. No, I don't understand how that's gonna be a I thing. Mean, can't you just, okay, can't you just play Minecraft Story Mode? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Minecraft kind of took over during the COVID year, and you know, a lot of people in the younger generations have their favorite streamers like Dream and those people playing Minecraft and they just sit there and they watch them build. Um, so this movie, I think, is going to take off, but I'm also worried about it because, again, it is Minecraft. It's about a girl saving the overworld from the Ender Dragon. So <laughs> well, let's see how that goes. Is it supposed to be blocky? Like, I... So I I guess I just I don't understand like so is she supposed to like is it gonna be like a human that goes into the Minecraft world? I don't know. Because like no, I don't think because like how meta are they gonna get with it? Like is it going to be just like set in the world? Is it gonna be like like that's there's just, there's so many ways you could do it, but I'm like I can't see any of them other than just like a straight up animated movie working. I, but yeah. like if it's animated, would it be animated normal and then in Minecraft block? Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you do with that. <laughs> if you're going to do that, you might could as well they just, just you know. Could they just film the entire movie with a capture card <laughs> while playing Minecraft? <laughs> well, because yeah. well, you know what's going to be you know gonna be great is whenever they do release it, you're going to have um, a separate Minecraft called Minecraft the Movie the Game. 
Oh. Or you're also going to have like a Lego movie of Minecraft. Yeah. So we're going to have Minecraft the movie, the game, the Lego, <laughs> the Lego game, Minecraft the movie. Yeah, you're going to have that the too. Game. All right, Ashley, yeah, you changed my mind. I'm excited for this now. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be great because the repercussions we're going to have to suffer after is going to be the most interesting part. And I feel the same way about the Five Nights at Freddy's movie that's coming out. They haven't announced when it's going to come out, but they announced they're working on it. Um, if that's I just really want to watch uh, Willy Wonderland, the the Nicolas Cage movie that's basically that. <laughs> I saw the trailer that for that, amazing. and they basically said, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's is taking too long. I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. it looks yeah. phenomenal. I can't wait to watch that. Are you going to consider that a Five Nights at Freddy's no, I think I mean it's definitely inspired by, but it's definitely it's not like it's not like a. If they made their own game, maybe you know, but I mean, it's an inspiration, but that doesn't count as like a direct. I feel like any movie that Nicolas Cage is in right now, he's the same person. He's just like a badass, adventurer slash just person that exists, and he's never like one to be taken down. You know. I love that I mean, he's making he gets, a resurgence he in Hollywood. Pretty fucked up in Mandy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He also did another movie recently that was based off of like some Lovecraft stuff. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. But yeah, he did uh, good... the Color Out of Space. Yeah, I heard that. I heard good things about that. Like, I I think it's one of those things where it's just a numbers game with him, where it's like he does so many movies that like a couple of them are bound to be good. Like it's just, you know, <laughs> it's probability. He also just got married again, and his third wife was at his wedding. And I his mean, wife, I damn. think she's twenty. Two or something, and he's definitely like near 50. fifty. I think he's much more than fifty. Oh, maybe. Um, also, did you guys ever play Firewatch? Out. Because that movie, they're gonna make a movie about Firewatch, the game, which is very beautiful and got great a great ending. Uh, that's what I'm most excited for is the Firewatch movie. I never played. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is fifty-seven. Oof, he's almost 60. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They yeah. better hurry up and make that say. third national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> they have... Wait, is it three? There, I think that... Are there only two? Yeah, they, they've, it's, Disney Plus is rebooting everything. I guarantee you there's going to be a third one. Hmm. This time his son is going to be uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. That's a... That's an Indiana Jones joke for anybody that didn't get that. Uh-huh. 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 Thanks. Uh-huh. All right. So, what about you, Jordan? What movie are you excited oh, for? Oh, for me? I mean, yeah. I'm, I can't wait for Mortal Kombat next month. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Um, but there's... I'm kind of like... I guess I'm not really looking forward to, but I'm interested in seeing how the Metal Gear Solid movie eventually will come around. There's been, like, it's, like, in pre-pre-pre-production, but there's, like, I don't know. There's been news every now and then about, like, maybe some castings, but it seems like the it's getting directors coming on and off the project constantly. So who knows if that's ever going to get off the ground, but... I think it's going to suck. Like, I don't think you can make a movie about Metal Gear Solid. But it'll be interesting to see people attempt to take a Hideo Kojima story and make it a competent, tight movie. <laughs> It'll be funny. In a weird way, I almost feel like it's just going to be a weird Call of Duty movie base. 
kind of thing. If they do that, then they're going to immediately get so much backlash because oh, yeah. it's not like there's no way. It's it, if know. if they do it right, it'll be an '80s action movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's you know fingers crossed. But if they do it in the style of an '80s action movie, I would not be opposed to that. If I'm being completely honest. I think I think if they wanted to do that, they'd have to get the dude that did um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine and the new Dune. I think you're gonna have to get that guy because he's he's able to tap into the modern take on classic filming elements that make it feel like it fits. Like if you watch the original Blade Runner and then the Blade Runner sequel, they're different, but they definitely feel connected. Like, they feel the same. And I think that's, that'll work. Or maybe Ryan Johnson. I would take Ryan Johnson to do it. But that's because okay. I love Last Jedi, so. Fair enough. All right. So, now that we've talked about video game movies, what video games need movies? Ashley? Oh, gosh. Well, I stand here before you today, and I tell you that the best recommendation I have is Genshin Impact. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, sidebar, before you I let that sink in for a second, really feel that in your skin, your bones, what I just said to you, and now take this in as well. Dead by Daylight. All right. I mean, I can accept that over Genshin. That's for sure. Do you want to? Um, okay. Genshin Impact is full of such deep lore that it could be an outstanding movie if you don't let anybody that hasn't produced a movie before produce the movie. Live action, though, like I feel like that needs to go like stay in the animated area. Oh, like an anime. More true to its yeah, where it's more true to its nature. Okay. Just just because I wouldn't want it to lose any of its own like. If you try to transition that, I think we're going to see that kind of situation when we watch the Street Fighter movies, where it's going to lose a lot of, I don't know, its unique scope because it becomes live action and also, like, hyper-Americanized. Like, Pokemon? Like, they should not have remade those. Or, I guess when they did remake them, they they stayed animated, therefore it was fine? Right. Okay. You mean, like, whenever they went, when they did Mewtwo... Mm-hmm. The, the first movie and then made it a CGI Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yep. I ne- I never watched Mewtwo Strikes Back, so I I don't know. I have the first one on VHS though, but um, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's hard to go back. That's just kind of Pokemon's mo at this point, though, right? Like remaking stuff just to just for the value. You know, they just got through announcing the remakes of Diamond and Pearl right. games, and so it just. I guess they have the thought process of, well, we've done it. We've remade games. Why don't we remake movies? <laughs> <laughs> I think and that's kind of the Disney CGI. standard. The Disney standard also is if it worked once, it'll work five more times. Oh, God, yes. The... So let's just keep doing it again. <laughs> but, then, but Disney also has the audacity to say live action, like live action Lion King, and it's like, please tell me which scene of that is live action. Right. I love Disney with everything, every fiber of my being, but they really do milk everything they've ever been successful on. And when they're not successful, they act like they didn't make it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And if it's like hyper racist, then they lock it away in a vault so you can't yes, call them out on their racism. About. Because Splash Mountain <laughs> was wrong, and they knew that a long time ago. But yeah, I could definitely see Dead by Daylight would be good, just because, I mean, it would be interesting. Maybe if they used their um, their own IP and not, obviously not the licensed characters, but. Mm-hmm. I think that the, speaking of lore and concepts, like an inescapable purgatory world where, you know, you only hope to escape just for it to happen, to continue happening. Um, yeah. And I think that this, the characters like Nurse has such an insane background. The same way like the doctor, I feel like they could definitely make it horrifying. <laughs> like it'd be really interesting to watch it. It'd be almost like um, that movie that came out a couple years ago, Escape Room, where like the characters have to go through an escape room scenario, and every time they get they finally escape the room, they get put into a new escape room that's like a different biome, basically, you know, a different set of puzzles and stuff. So it could be the same thing where every time they escape this biome from this one killer, then there's a new killer, and they have to figure out how to, you know, like, oh, I stepped in a bear trap. How do we get out of here? Bears traps everywhere. And Trapper comes after him. That sounds cool. I like that. It does sound cool. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to say this. And I'm not saying that I want this. I'm just saying we should anticipate a Fortnite movie in our generation. Oh, God. And it's going to premiere on Fortnite. It will. God. <laughs> Which I, I play Fortnite. I think it's I think it's fun to shoot people and not worry, like, about true stress. But I think that it will be a movie because it's been so substantial and not just like the video game world and esports quote unquote, but also it's going to be a really good seller for them. Because if you go into any spirit Halloween store and you look in the, any like the costume area, it's mostly Fortnite stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, as I long as Ninja is in no way involved in the movie. Oh, you know, he will. he's going to have his own character in the movie. He's going to show up. Uh, or he's gonna be oh, like, cause, cause like, so like, quick plot thing. It's gonna be like a group of kids that get sucked into the game because they have to, they have to. Like Jumanji. Yeah, it's gonna be like Jumanji, but then like to get their cameos in, they're gonna recruit some help, and then like Ninja is gonna hop in, so they're gonna cut to him in his weird gaming studio or whatever. He's gonna be like, "What's up, guys? It's time to help these guys save the world." It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing. But could it be a twist they... that he's actually the villain? Ah, that's even better. That's so good. What if they do like a Spy Kids three twist where like oh no they go into the game and then Ninja is the guy, but as soon as they meet him, he like goes down and gets tossed in Tomato Hills or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think to to your point about the Fortnite thing, I think it's the same reason that there's a Minecraft movie coming out and a Five Nights at Freddy's coming yeah. out because the kids that were like five years below us love those franchises and loves Fortnite, Minecraft and all that stuff. And it's like, these movies are for them. Like, that's what they're tapping into. Cause that's where their market is. So I'm like, it's, that's the same reason we're seeing those other two movies. So like, I think you're right. We're get, definitely going to get a Fortnite movie soon. You also you forgot too late though. Like it's going to be like the angry birds movie that came out way too late. I mean, isn't that the same thing with like kind of more cash grab type movies like this, where it's always like five years too late because of production. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I really, what I do want to see that I, it's not been announced or mentioned, I think a dramatic 
serious Among Us movie would be hilarious. Like, I think it'd be very good. You do it like, like if you, you would have to do it like like if somebody should make an Among Us movie like an alien style movie. Like, make it horror. Yes, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to burst y'all's bubble, but that is a movie, and it's called The Thing. Okay, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. I want tasks. I want. I want the color scheme. I want the arguing. I want like backstabbing. I want all of it. I want someone uh, to cap somebody on the ground. I will. I will also once again recommend you the thing. Um, it has all those, <laughs> all those things. Um, yeah, but does the thing have uh, cute little avatars that have pets and cool hats? Yeah, dude. Cool they have dogs. Hats. That also become a giant monster. But do they have hats? But do they wear literally hats the the third map in Among Us is based on the thing. Like. I've always heard that, but to be honest with you, again, like, I'm sure the thing, what year was the thing made? Uh, 80, I want to say 87. I wasn't thought about then. I wasn't even an existing Have you not, okay, raise your hand if you've never seen the thing. I can't see your hands. It's me. I'm raising my hand. You'll never know. <laughs> you guys have never, <laughs> so am I, am I to believe right now that all three of you have never seen the thing maybe you should make this a podcast about the thing (laughs) well i mean (laughs) maybe you should have made this the podcast about things we've never seen (laughs) it's pretty much what this is (laughs) i mean it it is for sure i mean what you're telling me is i should have just made this a horror podcast right no (laughs) maybe with a with a a clown for the (laughs) mascot (laughs) <laughs> trauma anyways so um now that we've uh, all ben, i feel ben, like jordan have you said you're up and coming no i haven't or your uh, your franchise you want to see no and i don't i've been trying to think about this one and my answer is a little more vague than a specific franchise but i'm really beautiful i'm really wanting our next big fantasy epic like don't get me wrong i love lord of the rings like i watch those movies every year and the problem is um, every movies that I've tried to um, compete with that have always failed, but I'm just I want something as good as that. I want like high fantasy. I want wizards and like orcs and goblins and you know, like really cool powers and sword pa- like sword battles and stuff like that. Like I so like, Warcraft. War- no D and D. Oblivion. Yeah. So like Elder Scrolls is probably the go-to because that's kind of one of the bigger ones. Um, Baldur's Gate. That too. Yeah. Probably good. You know, okay, so, sorry, this made me think. I did, just for the listeners, I'm going off the list of theatrical live action just off Wikipedia because I'm super original that way. And there's (laughs) one film on the list that I took out because it's a movie based on a mobile game that I've never heard of either of them, and I just did not want to put the effort into that. It sounded like crap compared to a bunch of crap. But I just remembered there is a Dungeons and Dragons movie, and Dungeons and Dragons technically isn't a video game, but we could definitely incorporate that if we wanted to compare that to one of the Dungeons and Dragons video games that was made, like um, Baldur's Gate or any one of those, or if we just wanted to say because Dungeons and Dragons is basically the grandfather of video games, yeah, especially RPGs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean that movie's that movie's <laughs> that movie is special, but <laughs> we could definitely um, experience that if you wanted 
that would just add another fantasy film to our list that would not be Warcraft. So Yeah, I mean that'd be good. Okay, Especially because cool. I think that we probably I don't want to assume anything about anybody here, but I feel like we're definitely the people that have we've all played it before D D, so Yeah. I mean yeah. when I said the words D and D all four of us collectively pushed our glasses up. Shing! So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Yeah, I, like, I just like. I don't have a specific. You know. You know. Maybe Dragon Age or something like that. Just like I just want another high fantasy epic. Like I'm craving that stuff. Be careful with with wish for with Dragon Age because oh. they tried that. Uh, I thought they did. With Dragon Age two, there was a live action accompaniment to the DLC. I only knew about the like animated series that they made, but. Which isn't good um, either, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I forgot her name. Um, Ashley. That, no, not you. Um, the the actress who cameoed in the Dragon Age Two DLC, she was also she had that web series, The Guild. Uh, I think she runs Geek and Sundry. Um, Are you talking about the, the one? Redhead. She was in. Um, she was in Win- the Winchesters and Supernatural. Are you talking about... Yes. Uh, I'm thinking of a different person. I thought you were talking about Ashley Birch. Everybody hold the phone right now. I'm in love with her. I follow her on Instagram. Hold on. Yep. It's easy to forget the names of the people you fall in love with. <laughs> Deep. Um, but anyway, she did a live action um, short film web series to go along with the DLC for Dragon Age 2 that she was in. And it is rough. Felicia Day? Yes, Felicia Day. Thank you so much. She has a lot of, like, nerd things, whether it be TV shows or podcasts. And I think that she definitely comes out with, like, a bunch of contests or content every year. Yeah. She's a nerd icon, and it's great. Yeah. She gets paid to be a nerd, actually. I mean, thank God somebody does. Yeah. Finally, it's cool to be a nerd because the, of people like her. College Humor, they have a um, D&D game they play, too. And it's going to be animated, I guess. It's kind of the same way that Critical Role is. Yeah, there's there's another, like, the the Corridor guys. They're they're doing a weird... Li- it's going to be, like, a mix of live action real time like playing and then they're gonna whenever they get to like battles or interactions they're gonna animate their um interactions between the dm and the players and stuff like that so they're gonna go back and forth but then they built like a really cool like miniature set to go along with it the oxcast did that a couple years ago um so they would build so did adventure zone huh adventure zone did too i didn't i just yeah. gonna say i've only i listened to podcasts but i didn't know they actually did like a live action thing like that adventure zone mm-hmm. They have their books that came out that are like manga style. Yeah, for balance, right? And then, yeah, I have the Rockport Unlimited. Yeah, I bought a for Christmas because I started listening to that podcast last year, and I fell in love with it. And so then, I got, and then for uh, Christmas this year, I bought her the first three books. Yes, and it's amazing. But they they're also oh, the animated. I'm excited for that. And I was oh, actually yeah. supposed to go. To a live Adventure Zone featuring Brandon McMillan, I think it's his name, from College Humor, but the the pandemic hit the week of. Shit. 
I don't know anything about anything you guys are talking about. I'm sorry. Me neither. <laughs> you kept saying Adventure Zone, and I was thinking Discovery Zone, but I don't think you guys know what Discovery Zone is. So, Is, is that, that like, like a... Play Palace or some shit? Yeah, yes, that was... <laughs> Discovery Zone was like the competitor to Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid. Oh. But replace... It obviously didn't go well. Yeah, well, replace all of the arcade games with, like, a giant gymnasium, like, climbing ropes and slides and walls, and it was just, like, a, it was, like, a giant play place inside, and it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Trampolines everywhere. Okay. But. <clears throat> Heck yeah. I digress. Um, who were we just talking about? Was, was that? That was you? What'd you say? Oh yeah, fantasy. Okay. <laughs> uh, like I said, it was vague. It w no, it. I mean. The problem is, hey, it's just like. Thanks to you, we've added Dungeons and Dragons to our list. So. Cool. I get to take credit for that. I feel. Yep. Like, yeah. I love that for you. With one of the Wayne's brothers, this is going to be fantastic. All right, Tyler, a gaming franchise you would watch a movie of. Uh. Probably Red Dead Redemption, if I'm being honest. One and two. Technically, two precedes one, but I digress. Um, I would really love to see those characters in a live-action movie, but at the same time, I don't know how well it would work due to how popular the series was. And I think there was the talks of a Red Dead Redemption movie coming out, when uh, the first one released on PS3 and Xbox 360, as well as PC later on. But, I don't know. that It, it, it would kind of feel, feed, oh my gosh, it would kind of feed my need for, like, cowboy shooty movies in, like, recent times, because I hardly see any anymore. But, I mean, like, they're not really popular right now anyways. So. They'll circle back around. I love that you called westerns cowboy shooty movies. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what they are. Yeah. Or, bang, bang, I shoot, mean, shoot. I'm going to get you the villain. Um, so would you want it to follow the storylines of the games like pretty closely, or would you want it to be its own individual storyline? Because like, for me, I mean, I, I, I played a little bit of the first one. I haven't played any of the second one, but I feel like it might almost be better if it just like if the movie would just follow Marston's son or something, where it's like its own storyline. And that way you don't have to contend with getting all the story beats right from the game. Yes, but I would say don't focus on Marston's son because Marston's son was, like, hated by the entire Red Dead community. Because, so, a little bit of spoiler. When you finish the first Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption game, not Red Dead Revolver, that came out, like, years and years and years ago, the PS3 and Xbox 360 one, um... The epilogue starts where you play as uh, Jack Marston's, which is John's son. So you go down this path where you're trying to find revenge for him, but the person they got to voice act him was just... It was so annoying because, like... I don't support this sentence, but he would, like... When you were riding a horse and you're trying to go fast here, he would be going, like, Work, you damn neck! And it would just, like, be so cutting and just... Oh my god, it was awful. Not to mention, he was entirely whiny and had little to zero character development from when you saw him as a teenager and when you saw him as an adult. So, 
that's my issue with following Jack Marston as the protagonist. But maybe if it was like a movie preceding the events of Red Dead 2, like maybe how they got caught in Blackwater or something like that. Kind of like an introductory movie, if that makes sense. Did you want it in Ringo style or not? I think it would be better if they were all like wizards. <laughs> More I was about to say. <laughs> I wouldn't I was be like, opposed to like Django Ringo or Ringo. Like, <laughs> Ringo. That's so much better. I actually watched Ringo recently, and it was awesome. Oh no! Is there has a Halo movie? Played that? Huh? Have you? Has anybody else played yeah. Red Dead? I, like I don't. I, yeah, I, I like. I don't know. Okay. My thing is like, what's the point of making a Red Dead movie if it's not about the characters they already made? Like, what's the point of attaching the name to it? Like, just make a western at that point. Yeah, because that's what people do exactly. with video game like, That's why they're bad. <laughs> because like I'm just like, you're uh, you're just doing this to get people in the seats. Like 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 that doesn't ever go well. And I would really hope that they wouldn't do that with this franchise because of how beloved the characters are. Like the ending of two, or at least the ending of one of the characters in Red Dead Two was just like such like a, like a powerful moment. And like I still think about that scene. Yeah. Like. Like my playthrough experience with that first game because I played like it just it, for whatever reason um, the first time I bought it on uh, my Xbox One before it died on me it was just being so buggy and so annoying and glitching and it was such a slog to play through to deal with all that stuff but even then like I still loved it because of how good the writing was in that in that game and so I'm like I wouldn't want to watch something that's not either a version of that or just like something like it just i just i can't see how they would do it right i mean what they're gonna do yeah. is they're probably gonna spoiler alert um massively but you know they're probably gonna make sure that arthur if they got the movie they would make sure arthur didn't get tb and he would just get shot somewhere instead yeah like they would change I mean, something like... big I don't know if I would love that or hate that because I'm like part of the story arc of Arthur is him getting like uh, TP because that's what helps him. That's what gives him his change of heart and makes him realize the error of his way. So I don't know how they would replace that, but I also like the fact of them doing something new with it at least. I don't know. That, that's why I was kind of saying maybe a preceding movie before the events of the second game. That way you're not kind of interrupting the the timeline or whatever or changing the timeline to kind of fit oh. within a two-hour time frame timelines yeah that's why i'm worried about the mortal kombat movies is because i don't know how they're gonna because the game changes the timeline so often yeah well I mean, just hearing when, Jordan when it comes to the movies they've me. they've reiterated the the first story so many times that it the canon is kind of up in the air like it's really more like a tournament takes place people fight and then at in the end Luke Kang wins like that's really that's just that's just the, how it works and cuz there's like I I Tyler and I have talked about this before but there's the original movie there's the new cartoon that just came out last year there's the original game uh there's the reboot 2009 game and then there's the new movie that's coming out next month so that's five different times that the first story is being told and it's different every time so it's not so much that it, it matters the specifics as long as like the key beats are hit and that's what's going to happen like you're going to see 
the same, roughly the same situation in all all the iterations. I kind of wish they would have taken it like Marvel did, and really focused on each character individually, like have their own movies about each character, and then slowly progress into like the timeline with all of them in it. I guess like obviously you'll see a few different characters, and you Shao Kahn, you're gonna see Katana, you know what I mean, like stuff like that, but. It would be nice they would have focused on, like, individuals and then broke down into, like, the main group. I, I I don't see that working with this just because of, like, what the each character is 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 more of just an archetype themselves. It's not necessarily a character that has, like, the lore of the character has been built over decades, you know? So it's not... It's not something that could be put into like a solo movie and it makes sense or it be useful. Like the way that the characters have been crafted is that they are archetypes that all fit together at the same time and they are interchangeable where any of them can live or die and it won't really affect the story all that much. So, um, I, I don't really see the need for the Marvel, if anything, like, I mean, I think it's going to, I think it's going to work, especially this one. It looks like it's going to work pretty well. And I think that when we get to the first Mortal Kombat movie, you're going to see that too, because you get, you get little tastes of most of the characters and it's enough for you to speculate enough of who that character is that you don't really need much more than that to see their motivation. And so it it, it kind of keeps the the movie free and not as weighed down. I think that's one of the problems with movies nowadays anyway is they're just so fucking weighed down with all this extra shit. <laughs> like yeah. all the Marvel movies, all the DC movies. There's just so much baggage to every character. It's um not that useful, so, but, I don't know, I think, we're, it, this podcast is definitely going to help out with us, uh, being able to analyze that, especially with all these, like, all these video game characters that you start off seeing one way, and then the game progresses, and you, like, get to know them more, and then you get to see this movie, like, you watch this movie, and it's just like, here's the archetype of the character, just go with it, so, but... Do I have more questions? Has everybody answered that question? I believe so. Okay. Did you? Did I? Probably not. I don't think you did. <laughs> um, what, is, what is this one? The franchise turned into a movie? Oh, you were talking about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you just did answer. <laughs> well, I mean, no, because I mean, like, that's been made into oh, a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like a bunch of times. Um,. <laughs> One that hasn't been turned into a movie that I'd like seen turned into a movie. Um, I just had it and then I just forgot it almost immediately, like scarily immediately. Um, man, you know what? It's not a franchise, but Naughty Bear that would be a pretty cool movie. I don't even uh, know what that game is about. If I'm being completely honest. Oh man, it's basically. Friday the 13th, but in cuddly bear form. Like, you play as Naughty Bear, who's, like, a stitched-up brown bear, like, teddy bear. And the game is just 
murdering the other Care Bear lookalike bears on this island in, in different ways. So, hmm. um, I was all, uh, Manhunt would have been cool. You know, Eli Roth could direct it. Um, what else was I just thinking about? I don't know. Those are good answers. Good enough answers for me. <laughs> All right. I got one last question for you guys. Okay. And this All one, right. this one's going to be hard. Okay. This is going to be a really hard one. I doubt it, but go ahead. Okay. What movie should be made into a game? Oh, shit. Yeah, see, this is the vice versa, where also, video games based on movies also uh, suck ass. So. Yeah. Any Lego movie? I mean, a lot a lot of movies. Um, Jurassic Park. What was, uh, especially like TV shit. shows, like they keep trying to make Walking Dead games, and it's oh. like... You can stop. Oh, those I mean, are they're not all good. awful. What about the, the Harry Potter new, the new game? The new Harry Potter game that's coming out. Well, I guess it is out for PS Five, right? It's not. It's not. I don't yet. think it's There's out. There's a new yet. Harry Potter game. It no. looks insane. Like it looks really good. But even then, that like that's not even like that's directly that... based on like the movies, isn't it? It's just like your your own original character like going through Hogwarts. Yeah, but the those movies game, those games are pretty hit and miss. Harry Potter, like the Hogwarts itself, is from the movies. Like it doesn't exist anywhere else. So yeah, the the I remember I played a lot of the Chamber of Secrets game and it was pretty fun. But I think I played a little bit of Prisoner of Azkaban and it sucked. But I could be wrong. I played Prisoner of Azkaban on Game Boy Color. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't that bad. It was like a Pokemon game almost. Ow. <laughs> Hermione, so, I choose you. No, it, it actually kind of was like that. So the way it worked, it was it was a similar battling system to Pokemon where you would have to choose a specific spell and then there were different spell archetypes that were like, well, I guess archetypes is the wrong word, but like subtypes of spells that you could use to attack. And some spells were more effective on different monsters than others. So, Wait, and was it turn-based? Yes, it was turn-based. Was this the only turn-based game you've ever liked? Uh, no, I've liked a couple others. It's just the first one that I remember playing specifically, I think. Hmm. I liked playing Civ, but I haven't played it in such a long time. But I also played Civilization on PS3, which is the very not complicated version. So, I don't know. But let's, let's say, let's pick a movie that hasn't had a game yet. Okay. Hmm. Um. Ben, do you got one in the chamber? Shit. I've got one, but there's a couple different ideas you could go down, and this is just off the top of my head. Because, like you said, this is really hard. But I was thinking about the John Wick franchise. Um, I think that depending on which way you go with it, it has a pretty interesting world that you could play around in with like the whole like organization and stuff like that that he's a part of i think that the video game whatever it would be would kind of play into that more i don't know if you would play as john wick or you would just be like an original character that's pretty much the same thing because like john wick is like the titular character but at the same time it's more the feeling of like being a badass dude who like is just 
kicking everybody to the curb with guns and stuff like that. Super tactical, I think. I, I don't know what the gameplay would be like exactly, like, like, or even how the world, but like the the game would be designed. But I just think that there's something that you could do with that. Would it shock you to know that they've already made a John yeah, Wick game? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's called John Wick. It's called John Wick Hex, a neo noir action strategy video game based on the John Wick franchise. So it's it's oh, basically yeah. a like strategy game where like there's like a room full of enemies and you have to figure out a way to kill all the enemies. And so you it's like hit uh the premise is it's like almost turn based or it's like slowed down and it's like John Wick planning on how he does everything and then once you solve the puzzle then he does it. That sounds like the uh, a little bit like that VR game that came out a few years ago. It was like super hot or something like that, where like you. Oh, dude! I have super hot on my Xbox. Where, like, I you, love like, it. You have to move, and like anytime you move is when time moves, so you have to like stay in place to play. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sounded similar to that. It's so much fun. I don't have I don't have the VR version. I have the regular version, but it's it's definitely a fun game. But something I'm picturing um, is more kind of like either third person or like I I wouldn't want to do first, but like something where it's like you like the game rewards you for being more like aggro, like going in and like just like kicking ass versus like being more tactical and hiding behind cover a bunch or something like that. And like then, a Dark Souls X uh John Wick. Mm -mm. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh Ashley, mm. do you have an idea of what could be a, a fantastic film? Into yeah. a good game. I was really excited because I wanted to say Indiana Jones, but then I, you know, I, I looked it up. Independent research is important, and it turns out Bethesda. a game was announced this year. So I don't know what to do now. Oh, I was gonna also say that there's been like three or four games previous. Yeah, that was 1991, and I really thought I was gonna get away with it, but because again, I wasn't born yet. Yes, on top of it. Hey. No, I mean I'm accepting the answers. I'm just saying, um, it's it, it's harder than you think. I told you this one's gonna be hard because it's hard to come up with games that haven't already been made because video games are just like the movie. Like maybe more easier to make game like they, for companies to decide to make a game based off something because they're just like, well, oh, that's popular. Let's I don't know, throw a bunch of shit together and let's market it. You know, it's like the ET game. I was going to ask you, Ashley, what would you want the Indiana Jones game to look like? Because for my mind, even though like Uncharted is basically taking a bunch of beats from Indiana Jones, like I can't see an Indiana Jones game that's not super similar to that. Right. So I'm going to, yeah. I mean, like, but there is a new option now that we're, you know, in our decade. They could make it kind of VR. Hmm. Um, but it'd have to be the full body VR. You'd have to have a treadmill. That's what that I was thinking. That is insane. Like that is such a crit. Like that's so dope. <laughs> it would be crazy, or you'd have to have a facility. Like if they made it, but you'd have to do the one where you're in a suit, like a spot suit, and like a spot room. Like an augmented reality. Yeah. Just because I feel expensive. like it is. Yeah, it's gonna be very expensive. I just feel like it's so. There's so much you have to get through, and you if you if you did it like Tomb Raider, or if you did it like Uncharted, and we've seen those games before. I feel like Uncharted is just the male version of Tomb Raider sometimes in the video game world. It's the same thing, basically. Um, we can argue if you want, but that to me is kind of like that. Like Mission Impossible is the same way. Mission Impossible, they might have a game, and they might not, but if they did, 
it would also have to be something completely different than anything we've ever seen before because you could copy and paste it yeah. to any other video game franchise that's like the adventure game. Yeah, I think game. that's why Nana Jones painted itself into such a corner because it was such an iconic thing that so many of the things have taken from it now that there's, it's it's very much a like which came first <laughs> because it's like no matter what you do it's like they're going to say you're copying that even though like they took everything from this movie so you know what do you do? Right. The idea of a white person jumping into a, like an ancient space and stealing things is not new. So I think that if they're going to make a game based on any of those stories again, it's going to have to be really different. But Ashley, they belong in a museum. What? The the items that are being stolen from their the items places. that they take and cause curses yeah. and cause plagues and destroy ancient civilizations. They belong in a museum. No. He's making an Indiana Jones reference. I know. Oh. <laughs> That's like the joke of Indiana Jones in general is it's like he he has like his more his morality for doing things is like kind of in the right place, but at the same st- at the same time, it's still like white imperialism. <laughs> right. And like, I think that if there was the games, they'd have to do the bit where he just shoots the guy with the sword. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's one of the best scenes. Yeah. The yeah. Movie, in the yeah. first, yeah. Yep. That's my favorite. I can watch that all day. Supposedly that scene was improvised because he had like dysentery or something and he was supposed to do like a big fight scene. But he was just so tired, he, he said, fuck it, and shot the guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that guy really died. And they just kept on rolling. They just kept Ooh, on rolling. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm just, just kidding. Get through it. Just like um, the big conspiracy that in Wizard of Oz, that guy hung himself. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, there's a, there's a scene supposedly that you can see somebody hanging themselves on set of Wizard it, of Oz. Isn't it supposed to be like, like a tree oh prophet falling down in the background? And like it just looked like... Like a, somebody at There's yeah, all kinds crazy. of stuff. That's awful. You can get the real answers on QAnon, though. <laughs> is Back to the Future a game? <laughs> yes. There's Telltale. Yep, Guys, Telltale made what a is, what is not episodic. a game? Didn't they make a Paperboy ripoff, too? Tell- I think so. I think there's quite a few, actually. Um, Back to the Future... Okay, well, I mean, you guys want my answers constantly. Um, my answer is Halloween. Mm. Well, uh, th- doesn't that technically not count? Why? Isn't there already a Halloween game? No. Mm. he's uh, Michael Myers has appeared in two video games. He has been in Call of Duty Ghosts, and he has been in Dead by Daylight. But neither are standalone, oh, just was it based on the movies. Thing? What would that look like? Well, I would assume, like, what I would like it to be would be, like, a combination of Manhunt and Hitman, where it would just be a, um, what do you call it, like a, I guess a murder sim, basically, it would just be, your you have targets, and you have to come up with the most creative ways of taking them out, and it would just recreate moments from the films. Mm. That's that's what I was kind of thinking. That'd be pretty fun. I agree. I like Thank Naughty you. Bear. That's basically Naughty Bear. 
game that I was thinking of that he was involved in was uh, Friday the 13th. Because for some reason, I thought he was in that Jason game, Voorhees. but it's actually Jason. Yeah, that you just... How uh, much horror knowledge I have. Yep, you just sinned right in front of me. And <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, it's okay. Speaking of another sin, I think Point Break... Like the concept of Point Break might be a good video game. Uh, okay. Sorry, that was just that was just. I that don't was think there's a video field. game. I was not expecting you to yeah. say Point Break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, like just thinking about it, like there's the extreme sports aspects, there's the crime aspects, there's, I mean, you could include a section. Um, what's that Rockstar Detective game? Um. Oh, noir or something. L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir. Like, you could include a section where you have to skillfully either obtain information by seeing infer- like people's facial cues or, like, hide information by using wordplay or something like that. And I think the whole concept of it would be interesting because, like, maybe it's not just one gang. Maybe it's multiple. I don't know. I could see but that. it's also not a movie franchise. So I, don't I mean, that, that works. Work. I mean, I don't I, I play know. pretty fast and loose with rules, so you've convinced me. All I right, mean, you picked excellent. one that doesn't already have one, which is more than the other two. So, <laughs> do we think that like King Kong or Godzilla? All, I feel like if those games could be remade in a better way. You don't like the Godzilla fighting game? I have it on PlayStation Two, and I actually have it in my in the disc holder right now, um, <laughs> in the tray. I could turn it on any moment, and I'm not going to because it sucks. <laughs> because yeah. it's bad because they they messed up Mothra for whatever reason best girl did not deserve that one too after this movie comes out I'm really hoping that it'll you know encourage better use of the characters in a game I hope I think so I mean it, it's about time for Godzilla to get a comeback you know, I, don't, I don't think Shin Godzilla got enough love um, I think if people would have watched that more, they would have got back into Godzilla. Because Godzilla 2014 blows. I don't know why people got excited about that. But that's my opinion. Oh, okay. Well, if we're talking about Godzilla, you know, not only did Mothra not get what she deserved, but there's another character in Godzilla that I don't think is in any of the movies, but it's in the games. And I don't remember what his name is. It's basically like Mechagodzilla in a way, but it's got razor hands. Do we know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and it's it. Uh, I I know what you're talking about, and it is in a movie, but it's in a movie where it's like it and another monster at the same time. Right. Yeah, and Jet Jaguar, but we don't got to talk about him. Yeah, Jet Jaguar is in a movie too, but it's very old, 1973. Yeah, I'm excited for new games to come out that is not just... I don't want it to be like Smash Bros. I want it to be its own thing. I'm just excited for new games. Yeah, I, I still like... got so many old games to play. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, I have a catalog of games that I know I need to play, but, like, I feel like because of COVID, I'm just... It, it's kind of like when people have cable or something and they end up watching the same old thing because it's just so overwhelming to try to get into something new because there's so much out there. 
that's how I feel with streaming services. I just I just finished my second rewatch of The Legend of Korra because <laughs> I couldn't find anything else to watch. Mm. I mean, you picked something. You picked something great. I love Legend I of Korra. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we're gonna have to start wrapping it up. But before, Which, by the way, that would have been a great answer. <laughs> is the uh, Avatar series? Oh, I, I mean, already they have several game. games. Can't fuck, here, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here the outro. Jeez. You can't. <laughs> well, guys. I want to thank uh, Ben and Tyler for being with us today, being my guinea pig guests on this episode. Can't wait to work with you guys further on the podcast. Heck yeah. <laughs> Ashley, thank enthusiastic. you so much for being my co-host today. Yeah, just today though, right? Just today. Uh, never again. This has been an awful experience. <laughs> he's, he's throwing everyone. I'm fired. Yeah. He, just, he just sent us the email. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just it's an email with big red letters to say you're fired. You guys get emails? Uh, you want us to fill out a survey of how the company was? Like, seems a bit strange. Yeah, you actually owe me money. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I the uniforms were free. <laughs> uniforms? What are you wearing? <laughs> abort! Don't abort! Ask. Abort! Don't ask. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is. Uh, if they, they, they've played GTA 5 online with me, they know what they're doing. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode of the FMV sequence. If you want to, get caught up with us on our social medias to find out more episodes. We're also going to be doing some live shows or some live movie presentations pretty soon. So... Take a look at our um, social media for those dates. Um, Ashley, anything you got to say? Yeah, the music for our show is made by our one and only Tyler Lurch. Thank you, Tyler. Hey. Catch us next week on another episode of the FMV Sequence where we can break down the 1993 Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, we're excited. Thank you guys again, and you guys have a great week. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>